Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1061, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and BloombergRadio.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. Well, they call them the Warren Buffett of Bonds. Yes, they do. This is a bad title. Why? Well, I'd like to be thought of as a Warren Buffett of something. Okay. Well, he's his name stands for itself. Dan Fuss, Vice Chairman of Loomis Sales. We're going to bring him in just a moment. He's got an incredible track record when it comes to the fixed income world, and we'll get his thoughts on today's environment. We'll do that in just a moment. But first, he's the Warren Buffett of Bloomberg Radio, the Warren Buffett of news headlines. He's the Charlie Pellet. Charlie Pellet's the Warren Buffett's the Charlie Pellet of, of investing. How about that? All right. We'll leave it at that, Corey Johnson. Here's what's going on. We've got the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all advancing stocks higher for an eighth day. The dollar strengthened. Treasury slipped as the latest batch of economic data adds to optimism in the U.S. economy ahead of tomorrow morning's jobs report. Complete coverage, 8.30 a.m. Wall Street time as the number breaks. The impact from hurricanes Harvey and Irma probably slowed hiring last month. Economists predicting 80,000 payroll gains, that number about half of August's gain. The trade deficit in goods and services narrowed to an 11-month low, and for that, here's Bloomberg's Vinnie Del Judice. Improving global demand and a weaker dollar are helping to boost exports. The Commerce Department reports the trade deficit narrowed to $42.4 billion in August. Exports were the strongest since December 2014, led by pharmaceuticals, autos, and telecommunications. Imports, however, declined on fewer deliveries of industrial supplies and capital goods. Vinnie Del Judice, Bloomberg Radio. And this update is brought to you by Jets. Smarter, create private or shared charters on your own time or book seats on shared flights worldwide. Download the free JetSmarter app and use code RADIO to start flying smarter today. For full details, visit JetSmarter.com. S&P up 12 to a record 25.50, up 5 tenths of 1%. NASDAQ up 45, up 7 tenths of 1%. The Dow up 98, up 4 tenths of 1%. Gold down 6.08 the ounce to 12.68, down 5 tenths of 1%. West Texas Intermediate Crude up 1.4% to 50.70 a barrel. Brent is at 56.97, a gain there of 2.1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. And soon somebody else will make a fuss about you. A song for our next guest, Fuss, Dan Fuss. Vice Chairman of Loomis Sales and Company, based in Boston. The company is uh, Dan in our Bloomberg 1130 studio on this Thursday. Music, that's a win. I know. Um, nice to have you here with us. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for asking. What do you think about the uh, environment right now? Well, it depends on which environment you're talking about. <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about trying to understand um, central bank policy around the world and U.S. central bank policy in particular. Do you feel like um, we're starting to be on kind of a more normal trajectory? No. Uh, I'm giving a speech on this tonight ah. here in town, uh, a short form. I think the three largest central banks measured as a percent of the world reserves, uh, the U.S., uh, the euro, and uh, Japan, mm-hmm. are all trapped. They're trapped by a circumstance. In the case of the U.S., the one we're closest to, it's uh, trapped by its own mandate to a degree. 
In fact, I'd say to a large degree, it's uh, it's trapped in that it's a domestic mandate. Now, that doesn't mean you can be oblivious to the rest of the world in, in so far as how it affects the U.S., but also, depending on what you measure, the U.S. dollar accounts for 61, 62, 63 percent of world currency reserves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you look at our mandate and you say, well, that has to do with uh, health of the banking system, inflation, and employment in the United States. That's what it says. It was drawn by the legislature, by the way. You report to the legislature. The executive appoints members of the Board of Governors, and then you have all the 13 regional banks mm-hmm. get involved. It was a political compromise, and it's a political institution. It's theoretically independent, but practically has some dependence, which can be formalized, the cord that ran for 18 years or so. Um, but it has to look at its relationship elsewhere. It used to be just the Treasury. Keep an eye on the Treasury, make sure they could get their, their money, keep the banking system healthy, and and do that. Now you have to look more broadly. Mm. You have to say, what happens if U.S. rates get too high and the dollar is strengthening? And what happens, remember 1998, all the money left Southeast Asia? Right. That sort of thing. Right, so is money. is the Fed's um, purview too limited, in your opinion? Do you, th- do you think that they they need to be given broader marching orders because the world's economy is so much more interconnected than when the last marching orders were issued? I, I wish they could, but I don't think they can. Uh, because, uh, each of the central banks, well, no, there's a qualifier here, excluding the European Central Bank. Each central bank is drawn up by the national government, either from the executive branch or the legislature or both involved. The European Central Bank is different. It's a cooperation right. of, of many countries. So it's, it's drawn up by a single entity. And its concern is the, the, uh, its constituency, those nations. Uh, but it, it gets trapped. It, look at the U.S. and you say, well, oh, okay, uh, banking system's supposed to stay healthy. Well, you know, there is a problem. It's with the smaller banks. They can't get deposits. They need higher short-term rates so they can get deposits, which would be healthier for the communities away from the larger banks. That That's a given. Their own advisory commission has been pointing that out. Mm-hmm. They're not alone. Other people have. But then you say, well, what about inflation? Well, inflation seems to be manageable as reported. You can argue it. Uh, and what about employment? Well, the employment numbers as measured and reported are good. There are some problems, but they're not financial problems. They're social problems. Uh, in general, uh, we do have a setting where you can bring short rates up, uh, raise uh, the rate. Uh, how is that going to play elsewhere? What impact will it have overseas? And What's the balance among these factors? Do we wait and wait to raise rates and then have to live? This is one line of thinking. With inflation as a result? Right. Or remember the 1960s, or, or you, you folks will have to go read about Dan, it. In the- we only have like 15 seconds left here. Just tie it up for us real quickly. 
net net, the Fed is probably going to bump in December up quarter. Their hands are tied by the circumstances uh, of the world, mm-hmm. geo- geopolitics, and to a degree by the domestic politics. It's an interesting era that we live in, that's for sure, and certainly impacting investors. Dan Foss, Vice Chairman at Loomis Sales & Company, based in Boston, in our Bloomberg 1130 studio here in New York City. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. Some world and national news headlines from Nathan Hager in our 991 studios in Washington, D.C. Thank you, Corey. The National Rifle Association says banning guns won't stop a madman, but the nation's largest gun lobby is open to banning bump stocks. Las Vegas gunman Stephen Paddock used the rapid-fire devices in the incident that killed nearly 60 people and wounded hundreds more Sunday night. The White House says it wants to be part of the gun gun control discussion as well. Right now, our focus, as we've said over the last couple of days, has been on healing and uniting the country. Uh, The investigation still continues to be in very early stages. White House spokeswoman Sarah Sanders. President Trump reportedly plans to announce next week he is decertifying the Iran nuclear deal. People briefed on the emerging strategy tell The Washington Post he will announce the agreement is not in the nation's interest and will kick the issue back to Congress in a speech set for a week from today. People east of New Orleans have been ordered to evacuate. Florida has declared a state of emergency in 29 counties ahead of Tropical Storm Nate. As we find out uh, where this storm is going, then I'll work with the White House to, to make sure that FEMA provides everything they, can, uh, Florida they Gov- can provide. That's Florida Governor Rick Scott. The National Hurricane Center says Nate could make landfall as a hurricane late Sunday along the Louisiana or Florida coast. Yogurt maker Dannon is cutting ties with Cam Newton after the Carolina Panthers quarterback told a female reporter this week he thought it was funny to hear her ask him about routes. Newton's pitched Dannon's Greek yogurt brand since 2015. The company says it's not okay to belittle anyone based on gender. Global News, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. This is Bloomberg.